I just want to uh, to uh, introduce uh, Robin Williams, who is uh, has the courage and has been uh, prompted by God to share her her testimony this morning with us. And so, um, just want to publicly thank you for doing that and for having the courage to do that. We're we're with you and we're behind you and we're thankful uh, for God's work in your life. So, I want to come on up and uh, share with us a little bit. Morning, everyone. So, I'm Robin, for those of you who don't know me, and um, I came to Foothills uh, Church about four and a half years ago, and uh, two and a half years ago, I gave my testimony, and so this is my first time giving my testimony to everyone here, Um, and uh, a lot has happened since then, Um, a lot of wonderful things God has done a lot of things to continue to grow me uh, and change me uh, since giving that testimony. And so I'm very um, uh, humbled and also honored to give it. And I'm here to indeed uh, give honor uh, and glory to Jesus Christ um, and give him all the praise and the honor for what he's done um, to restore my life, redeem my life, Um, and to truly transform my heart and change my nature. And uh, because of his immense patience, I mean, the immense patience and also the transformative power uh, that he's uh, enabled me to walk in, Uh, I'm here today to tell you that I am walking in victory over the sin struggle of homosexuality. And uh, the reason why I'm giving this is to just share with you that it doesn't matter what your sin struggle is. This just happens to be my sin struggle. But what I can tell you is that we serve a mighty God who is able to transform and change any heart. And that's what he's done for me. And I know that if he's done it for me, he can do it for you. So don't think that Jesus cannot take what is broken within you and make it whole, because that's what he's done for me. I am a completely different person than I used to be. And to me, I consider what the Lord's done for me akin to changing my skin color. And that's not hyperbole, and that's not exaggeration. That is what he's done for me in my heart. Um, You know, I used to completely, um, you know, he has changed uh, my homosexuality to heterosexuality. And only God can do that. Only my creator could do that, and he has done that, and he's continuing to do it for me on a day-by-day basis. And so hallelujah to him uh, for uh, loving me enough to do that for me. We serve a good God. And so I want to start off by saying uh, that This is a sin struggle that I believe that I always have had. Um, You know, David talks about it in Psalm 51, how he was born a sinner. He was in his mother's womb. He was conceived in sin. 
And I just believe that this happens to be my uh, sin struggle. Um, and I believe that the reason why the Lord um, is working through me is so that I can help other people who have this sin struggle as well. And he wants to be glorified in my life. So ultimately, I think that's the reason why um, this is my sin struggle. And indeed, I do want to help people who have it. And there is hope for you. Let me tell you, there is hope for you. Um, so we just want to say, uh, go back uh, and to a couple of very defining events in my childhood. So you can kind of see where I came from and, and where I am today. Um, and I'm not saying this because I in any way, shape, or form um, blame my parents at all because it's not their fault. This is not a, a parent's fault. And these feelings, number one, are just something that was always with me. It's not something that I chose. I think that that's a fallacy in and of itself. Um, people don't choose to feel this way. They choose to act on it. They don't choose it from the very beginning, first and foremost. But I believe that what was already present was really um, kind of cemented in my personality when I was younger by a couple of events. Um, my father uh, really rejected me as a child. I never felt loved and accepted by him. Uh, never got any love and, uh, and affection. And so that is one of the reasons why it was just so foreign to me to be close to a man because I didn't learn that from my father. I got all my love and affection from my mother, so that was just more natural for me to have those feelings for women. And then uh, another thing that made me completely confused is uh, when I was seven, uh, my mother lied about my gender so that I could play t-ball. So when she was signing me up, she let them believe that I was a boy. And that confused me even further in terms of my identity because I didn't know who I was. I mean, I was already a tomboy. And so and I, already, I already felt like a boy. And so on that first day of practice, she said, okay, you're a little boy like everyone else, now go and play. And I was like, well, I thought I was a girl, and now you're saying I'm a boy. So it made me even that much more confused about who I was. And then I didn't feel loved. So that's where I started from and car carried that on into my life in every aspect of my life. And for about 20 years, I'm gonna jump ahead, for about 20 years I, li I lived in that homosexual lifestyle. Um, I had three relationships and I absolutely reaped the consequences of my sin. And I knew that it was a sin and I knew that it was wrong. But I didn't feel, I felt like, well, I'm gay forever. This is who I am, and I will never change. God can't change this in me. And I felt like God was looking down at me the way my earthly father looked at me in disappointment. And so, you know, I had received Jesus into my heart when I was 11. I knew God. I always knew it was the way. I always believed and knew that Jesus was God, and it was the truth. But because I thought that I was just gay through and through and that's who I was, I didn't believe that God could change that in me. I thought, well, this is my, you know, life sentence and I just have to deal with it and try to find love on my own. So 
I had three relationships. Um, in between the second and the third relationship, uh, I actually got so low that I wanted to take my life. I, w I felt very alone. Um, and I just uh, was in just really deep anguish. And I didn't want to live anymore. And hallelujah, uh, he did not let me take my life. So after my third relationship, I got out of that, and I just, you know, cried out to God. I said, you know, I don't want to be this anymore, and I don't want to be in this lifestyle anymore. I want out. And that was um, the beginning uh, of me coming out of that. But for at least five years, you know, I still, even though I was asking God for help, and I believe that he was carrying me, I still didn't believe that he could actually change my nature and my desires. I didn't think that it was possible. Like, there's no way he can do that. Um, but things changed. And I, it was just a sea change uh, when I started coming to Foothills Community Church, and that was at the beginning of... Um, 2015. That's when everything started to change, and it started to change because I absolutely repented 100% and surrendered 100% of myself to him. I mean, he broke me, and I, he brought me to my knees, and I, at that time, completely repented, and I said, you know, I just give you everything, including this, and I'm going to believe you, Jesus, that you can change this in me. And that's when everything really, really started to change. Hallelujah. And so I just want to talk about how God has done that for me and how he has changed my circumstances and yet, and also transformed my heart in a lot of ways. Not just that, but in, in so many ways. So... My family really dis, uh, disowned me and rejected me. I was pretty much kicked out of my family. But now I have a church family and, uh, who is my true family, um, and I have uh, many wonderful friends. So God has completely restored that for me. Praise God. Um, you know, I had lost a number of jobs, and now I have a fantastic job where that God orchestrated for me and gave to me and he exceedingly and abundantly meets every need and goes way, way beyond. Uh, I, don't, I don't deserve it, first and foremost, but he has done that for me. And he opened up a place for me to live now um, right down the street, which he also orchestrated and opened the door for me after going through many, many horrible roommate situations. Um, so that's how he's uh, restored um, my circumstances but the most exciting thing for me is um, how the Lord has uh, transformed my heart. Uh, and so I just want to go through some of the things that uh, the Lord's done in terms of transforming my heart. So I used to have a very world-centered view. It was very nearsighted, very nearsighted. So I just, this is, this is all I saw. Boom, right in front of my face. And it was all about me. And 
it was just completely focused on the world and myself. Now I have an eternal vision and I fix my eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of my faith. And uh, I'm very thankful that he, he has enabled me to, to do that, to have an eternal vision and to know that I have hope in him and, and know where I'm going. Uh, another way he has um, transformed uh, my heart and my mind uh, is in the um, area of tithing. Uh, before, I used to give a little bit here, get a little, give a little bit there, you know. I just always considered it my money. Like, that's my money. And now, um, I don't feel like that anymore. Everything that I earn, every single dollar, every single thing, every single breath is from him. And so now, then I started um, without fail tithing the first fruits of everything that I made regardless. And I wasn't doing it to get a reward at all. I was doing it because I, I said to myself, you know, Robin, if you're going to say that you're a Christian, you have to step out on faith and believe God and obey him in everything, and so that was one of the ways that I, um, I did that. So that's completely changed because I consider everything that he gives to me his anyways. So I'm just giving him back a scintilla of what he's given me. Um, before, you know, I used to just pass homeless people by, you know, and not think two thoughts about it. Uh, but now God's really giving me a heart for the homeless, and it's, re it's a real passion of mine. I realized that that easily could be me and um, really thankful that he has changed my heart in that way. Um, before, I thought that holy, holiness was not achievable. Uh, and now I want and desire to be holy and pure for him. Before, I did not know what joy was. I mean, I didn't even know the meaning of the word. I'm like, okay, joy. Now, this is an English word, and it's in the dictionary, and I see it all the time in the Bible. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. But I didn't know what joy was. But now I do have joy. I do have joy in my heart. And my joy comes from knowing that I am known by my creator and I have a relationship with him. My sins are forgiven, that I am a new creation in him. So for the first time really in my whole life, I have joy in my heart and I'm so thankful to him. And that's only because of his uh, immense grace and, and mercy for me. Before I was very, very prideful and, I, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I still struggle with it. But I am much more humble now than I have ever been, and it's mainly because he has humbled me. Um, but I'm thankful for that. I just, I just want to be a humble servant, you know? I just want to be a humble servant, and God's really worked on my heart in this area, um, in the area of humility and also anger, you know, because for the longest time I was angry at God, you know, like, why did you do this to me? And it, 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 it took me quite some time to realize God's purpose and vision for my life. And now I have it. Um, and 
then also, you know, I was very, very masculine, okay? I was a tomboy. I was very masculine, very aggressive. And, you know, I actually brought a picture because, you know, all, testimony need, all testimonies need a little bit of comedy. And so I'm going to show you a picture, and it's okay to laugh because I'm going to laugh right along with you. This was me at 15. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is me. Oh, my word. I don't, even, I don't even know that person. I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. Oh. I was, I was looking for pictures. I'm like, what picture? What picture can I give y'all to show you how different I am? And this is my main point about showing you this picture. And I, and I think that you're really going to get it. I hope that you do anyway. As different as I look there to the way I look now, um, which is much more feminine. I mean, there's not a speck of makeup on that face. Um, that's exactly what God has done on the inside. Okay? I am night and day different. And so when I say it, this is like God changing my skin color, that's how I look at it. I mean, to be able to change something like this in my nature is, I thought was truly impossible. I mean, what a great song that Ben picked, Impossible Things. I was just like, there is no way God can change this. But I'm here to tell you, hallelujah, he has. He's so good. And so after I gave my testimony, I went through a very, very, um, I went through a very, very painful and probably the hardest trial and spiritual um, attack of my life. Because, you know, Satan doesn't want me to have victory in this. Satan is after me, okay? And he was after me after I gave that testimony. He doesn't want people to have victory in this area. Um, and I went through a, a, a very, very hard trial and testing where um, an ex-female co-worker was trying to draw me into something. And, you know, and then I started to kind of like look that way. And yet at the same time, I was like going on, out, out on dates with men. And I felt like, I mean, I felt like there was a battle for my soul in the heavenly realms. Because really our battle, remember, is not against flesh and blood. Okay, it's behind the scenes, and I felt that, um, but God kept me, and he didn't let me fall, hallelujah, and I'm so thankful for that, that he did, um, that did keep me, uh, and then this happened, um, so in May, I was driving down the 101 in, in uh, San Rafael, And this thing flew through my windshield, going 70 miles an hour. Feel free to, uh, there, as you can see right there, this hit that windshield. And I want to tell you what God did for me. He put his hand up. Like he put his hand up, it hit his hand, and it fell right behind my right foot. It didn't hit me. didn't hit me in the head, the arm. Nothing. It just 
went through the windshield. As you can see, it was right in front of my face. And somehow, praise God, uh, it just landed right behind my, my right uh, uh, foot. And uh, I didn't even realize it was what it was until I had pulled off the, off the road. But that easily could have killed me. Okay? This happens to people and they die. But what God showed me going through that accident is that he is in control and that he loves me. And he is more powerful than any trailer hitch or anything. And he showed me in that moment that no one will snatch me out of his hand and that he wants me to be here for a reason. And I consider what he did for me that day as a, as a wake-up call because I don't feel like my eyes were, were on him at that time like it should have. And it was, as, it was as if he grabbed my face and said, now, Robin, listen, I've saved your life once again, so what are you going to do with it? You know, I want you to serve me with a singular heart and put me first in everything because I want to use you. And so that's what he showed me through that. And since then, I mean, I'm, he has been pruning things out of my life. I've been cutting people out of my life, not doing things. I've just been like prune, prune, prune. You know, I've just, um, I've grown so much and I've learned so much. But mainly, I've just grown in gratitude. Um, and I'm just amazed and in, in awe for what God has done for me. I mean, he easily could have just lots wifed me right out of existence, you know? He could have said, okay, well, you know, obviously Robin, you know, is, you know, can't get the job done. I got to find someone else who will stand up for me. And, and yet he is allowing me to stay here so that I can be used by him. And so that's what I'm doing. I have a couple scriptures I want to share with you that have really been a lot of encouragement to me. Hebrews 10, verse 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. And of course, this is my favorite scripture in all of the Bible, and it really is true. Now to him, this is Ephesians 3, 20 through 21, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. So I hope that this encourages you, no matter what sin struggle you have, I am a living, breathing, walking miracle, first of all, but also a testimony to what Jesus Christ can do in your life. There isn't anything he can't do with a repentant and 100% surrendered life. And so thank you for, you know, allowing me to give my testimony. If anyone wants to talk to me, you know, about this, uh, feel free. I have an open door policy. Um, I, I just want to encourage people because I know um, that uh, God is able to do anything. And uh, so just thank you so much. And I just want to, you know, just say thank you, Jesus Christ, um, for, your, for your immense love um, and grace.
Amen. Robin. One of the things that we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to keep Robin here for a minute, and we're going to just pray for Robin this morning. Um, we want to pray for Robin, just that, that her testimony, that uh, as she shared uh, before, just the spiritual attack that came after that, we want to, we always want to pray in, in strength of, that we have a God that is greater than our enemy, and uh, we want to just pray over her and as an encouragement, as a hope um, of, of seeing the Lord continue to work in her life. And secondly, we want to pray for those that may be struggling with that as well. There's those that may be in here that that's a quiet struggle. There may be those that, uh, that you know that are maybe family members or uh, just those that are within our own community. Um, the cultural message is that, uh, that this is something that is just the way a person is. And, it, and, and a person that may be walking in this struggle uh, may be experiencing a lack of hope in that change. And I think what Robin wanted to share is that God can change uh, your heart in any way, any condition. And that sin may not be the sin of homosexuality. It may be any other sin that we, we struggle with or we wrestle with that we feel enslaved to, that we feel seems to be counter to God's word but seems so natural to us. And I think Robin shared that, that often we don't choose our depravity, but we do choose how we respond to it. And that's the, the place that God has given us, that in Christ we can choose to lean upon his grace and submit to him in the midst of that, trusting that he will honor that as we honor him.